That's the that's a good question. <laughs> I feel like I have to get scented candles to make my wife happy, you know? Because if I just go to the store and buy candles, my wife is going to be like, what the f***, man? Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, to Siza and the Stash. I am Austin, the Stash. Two cats talking about sports, and the other cat is right over there. He is Parker Siza. Yes, hello, Austin. How are you today? I'm doing great. Uh, I wonder if we'll keep in the parts about candles. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We were like, all right, we ready to record? Okay, boom. And then I was like, nah, give me a couple seconds here. I need to <laughs> need to check in. And then you went on to how uh, you got to get yeah. some, some candles. Absolutely. Uh, got to do, I, I'm hosting D&D tonight, and it's it's. October now, yeah. and so we're doing a a horror slasher, 1980s slasher setting, and it's going to be a ton of fun. But we are going to do it via candlelight, which sounds way sexier than I want it to. Well, it's you supposed know, to be spooky, scary. Yeah, and lights are going to be off, right? So just the just, just the, the boys, yeah, just, <laughs> just the boys the, with some candles, out. some pizza, <laughs> beers, and candlelit dinner. Sounds awesome. Sounds it's awesome. Be a hell of a time. It's uh yeah, good good mood setter though, you know. <laughs> <laughs> For whatever so. may happen. <laughs> yeah. Uh but it's going to be a good time. Uh, but D&D right now, I've yeah, never played yeah, yeah. it. I've never played it, but it's uh actually I mean I'm, I'm familiar with it. It's medieval, right? Like medieval it can vibes. Be. It, okay. it can be. It can be. Like when you think of like Dungeons and Dragons, Obviously, there has to be dungeons and there has to be dragons. And, you know, no electricity, right? <laughs> right so, exactly. You know, you know, we're going by the candlelight. Makes a lot of 100%. sense. One hundred percent. And so, this one is set in is legitimately set in like nineteen eighty one. This story is going to be set then. So, you got guns. You got you know, telephone, actual telephones, electricity, all that sort of stuff. So that way, you can like create some more sure. dynamic stories in that way but you know when, when you think about dungeons and dragons you think about magic and you think about swords and and have at the ha yeah. <laughs> all that sort of stuff stuff but, but it's gonna be it's gonna be a fun one we're using the system for anyone who cares the uh the rpg system call of cthulhu which means uh basically call of cthulhu is a, a role-playing game that uses different dice than Dungeons and Dragons and a whole different system. And it's a lot deadlier. It's very easy for your character to die. Mm. And so you may need to come with backup characters just in case, because at any time, you know, you're just a regular person. You're an investigator trying to investigate what's going on. And at any time, this guy can get you. And, uh, you know, cause for some, cause for some good times, some good scares. Uh, and I think with my audio prowess and my, ability to use what we use at the radio station i think i'm going to create some some like audio cues and stuff to have ready to play so like the killer comes out of nowhere Brrr! 
Dun, dun, dun. Exactly. Yeah, Stuff yeah. like that. So I've, uh, on this podcast, I have never been so uh, encapsulated with what you were saying, but yet so distant. Like, so, <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. Zero idea what you're nothing. talking about. So. You're giving me the respect of, like, clearly he yeah. likes this, so, yeah. like, we'll let him hey. have his moment, but. <laughs> That's what this pod, and when we, you, we're going to do this a lot, but I have things that I like, and you've sat here through my live golf stuff, <laughs> through all that stuff, and you've got, hmm. He seems pretty passionate about Saudi Arabian uh, public wealth fund and 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 the sport of golf and and <laughs> same thing here with you with Dungeons and Dungeons and Dragons. Good stuff. Oh, good stuff, man. So that's happening yeah. on tonight. Being recorded on Thursday. Tomorrow is Friday, yeah. and it's Husker Football Friday. Before we even dive into Husker football, how do you feel about college football on a Friday? I don't like it at all. Zero. Don't None. like it at all. Um, I think, uh, I guess, like the short, cliche, dumb answer is high school football is for Friday. Sure. But it's also like with Nebraska, you know, in, in this state cares a lot about its high school football. Like, I can't imagine Memorial Stadium hosting a Friday night football game. I just feel mm-hmm. like there's too much that goes into that. There's other people around this state are doing too many other things. And, you know, you're going to have, uh, you're going to have a lot of people that go to games on Friday nights here in York, where we are in, in Kearney and Grand Island and Norfolk. They're going to be at their son's football game or their daughter's volleyball game that night or, or daughter's softball game. And then they go to the football game the next day. You're just throwing off a lot of routine in that way and yeah. I just I don't like that uh, college football just found, or you know networks I guess just found an opportunity that hey there's a little hole here we can make some more money let's just put on a, a marquee Big Ten game marquee football game somewhere usually they're not marquee usually they're 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 not right. much so I, I'm totally out on Friday so Night Football. So is this a Big Ten thing or is this happening? No. That, is this like SEC is also doing this? SC, a, a few schools do this there's a lot of Thursday Night Football um, let well, me just that was the, the thing that I remember most is like Thursday night Maction. Yeah, that yeah. was that was big. For Tuesday, a while. Night, Maction, Tuesday night Tuesday night Tuesday night. Uh, Thursday always had a mar- ESPN always had a big game. I remember it was like ACC. U- or yeah, something USC like that. and Oregon State played on Thursday night football mm-hmm. one time. I want to say it was like 2008. Oregon State was like a 41 point underdog and they won the game. And that was a Thursday night game. And that was that was pretty wild. But um, Louisville yeah. with yeah they, it, with Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah, yeah. He, he he they were on Thursday yeah. nights constantly. Definitely like. Louisville and Miami or yeah. you know, so, something like that. And they'll get back into a schedule with that, which I I really don't mind Thursday night, but just you know, Friday nights are for, you know, high school football yeah. and a lot of the you know, a lot of the coaches um for these teams, you know, after they're done practicing with their team, maybe they're getting ready for a game on Saturday, they want to, you know, tune in and watch their re- potential targets or recruits play football. So, you know, I, I think that that's a little factor in it too. But yeah, I'm, Absolutely. I'm completely out on Friday nights. So. I don't love it. It yeah. feels small time, you know. Yeah. Like it, it feels. Whereas Nebraska, and especially the Big Ten, this well, the reason why I specifically brought up the SEC is because the Big Ten and the SEC are thought of as the two top tier conferences, and I don't, of course, when I think of of. SEC football, I think of it on Saturdays. When I think of Big Ten football, I think of it on Saturdays. And so for it to be moved feels makes it less of a big deal. And I never want... I always want Nebraska to be a part of the thing that's the biggest. Yeah. And the Big Ten is as big as it gets in football. And so why is it then being cheapened by moving it to Friday, Friday. for a quick buck? Yeah. Like it feels wrong. Yeah. It doesn't feel it doesn't feel right. It does. 
So it does. So now Thursday's different story for me. I get. I can't really explain why, but you know, if they if you throw on like a major college football game on Thursday night, good. I'm, I'm in on that. Uh, really? Yeah, because a the NFL has their Amazon Prime Absolutely. game on, on Thursday night. Just something to to go up against that and. You know, it's been a it's been a tradition in the past with that Thursday night game. Like I, I mm-hmm. love those Thursday night ESPN football games, like you were talking about with those ACC teams, or you know the Washington Oregon State or USC games. I don't know. I, I like that Fridays though. GTFO. <laughs> hey, listen, you've got a line in the sand yeah. and you're sticking to it. I appreciate that. Yeah. yeah. I now, don't, mainly I, Saturdays. Just play on Saturdays. Play right, on Saturdays. Right. But, but NFL one, on Sundays. One a week. One a week. One game. You know, not everybody even plays on yeah. that Thursday. Just, uh, I think it could be good for the sport. Just provide something to watch on a Thursday night, you know? Well, I mean, at this point, there's football on... There's Thursday night football for the NFL. Now there's Friday night football for college. There's Saturday for college. Sunday is the NFL. Monday night football is the NFL. Tuesday is Maction. It it was. I don't know if it still is. I I don't really watch (laughs) Mac Uh, very often. You've got Middle Tennessee and Liberty coming up next Tuesday. Oh, baby. You you know I love me some Middle Tennessee. And the Gamecocks at Jacksonville State next as well. Western Kentucky. That should be a good one so so yeah tuesday and then is there wednesday Wednesdays, there's a couple wednesday games next what week now, not wednesday always games? not always you got this coming wednesday october yeah. actually this is october 18th so this is a couple wednesdays couple away uh florida international and sam houston and then new mexico Bar and burner. utep yeah oh yep. yep. who doesn't love utep you baby? know and I, I i'm gonna i'm gonna push back a little too with just playing on saturdays as well these are the only times these schools get major promotion you know they get they get promotion on television they get good marketing dollars you can argue it's great for a school like utep to host a game on espn2 on wednesday night october 18th sure uh, florida international sam houston new mexico state all those teams i i think i think the schools those kind of schools really appreciate playing in in the middle of the week Schools like Nebraska, USC, Michigan State, they don't need to be playing Absolutely. on. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree yeah. wholeheartedly with you. Yeah. Getting getting eyes on smaller schools is never a bad thing. But when it's, I mean, come on, this Which week it's Nebraska none. at yeah. Illinois. Yeah. And, and there are none in the Big Ten. And, and, well, and, you know, the week's coming up. There are really no Power 5 midweek games. Yeah. Um, if there are so, pa- I, yeah. the Power Five midweek games are weird yeah, to me, yeah. and I'm not a fan of those. They do them a lot early. They get rid of them as the season gets yeah. a little bit later. So, yeah. All right, enough curmudging yeah, about yeah. <laughs> about midweek football. And mm. but Nebraska taking on Illinois. They're going to Illinois. Of course, Nebraska coming off the 45-7 drubbing via the hands of Michigan. Illinois, though, is 2-4 and four with losses to Kansas, Penn State, and Purdue. That's only three. Oh, you're right. <laughs> is it you're right. I mean, then let's check here. Uh, no, they uh, pretty sure they might be just 2-3. and What three. even week is Maybe this? Maybe have that wrong. This is week... Yeah, what week is this? Nebraska is 2-4. Well, we have to four. remember there's a week zero. Yeah. Did they play on week zero? Did Nebraska play on week zero? No, no. No. They, they, well, they played a couple days before the first week. That's so, right. technically, this is week seven uh, this for is college week seven. football. Got it. Illinois football. They're, they're probably I'm pretty sure two they're and two four. and three. I probably, yeah, that three? was probably a typo on had my a, part. They had an early, had an early buy. Yes. Yep, they're two and three. There two you and go. three, just with those. They have wins over, uh, let's see. Yeah, give me their wins. Yeah, their wins over a. Florida Atlantic twenty three to seventeen and 
Toledo, 30-28. to That was their first game of the year. Their win over wow. Toledo. Then they lost to Kansas, 34-23. They beat Penn State, 30... Or, sorry, Penn State beat them, 30-13. to So now they're 1-2 and two after, after the losses to Kansas and Penn State. And then Florida Atlantic, uh, they beat... Two weeks ago, 23-17, got smacked by Purdue last week, 44-19, to which surprised a lot of people because Purdue was supposed to be seen as this team in the Big Ten West with a new head coach and uh, kind of a new system there with that head coach is being kind of struggling coming along. Purdue actually looks pretty good. So, And Illinois, I think for a lot of people, is one of the surprise teams of the Big Ten, just how they really haven't. Now, they played a tough game against Penn State, but should have been close against Kansas. Mm-hmm. They got blown out by Lost by eleven. It really wasn't a close game, uh, but uh, you know. But then their wins it, are close too. Yeah. That's the yeah. weirder Toledo part. Is and, that and Florida Atlantic, right? Those are teams that that you don't picture Illinois. Right. This this Illinois team that wasn't only. I mean, a couple of years ago they were they were not necessarily they were not a top ten team, but they were top twenty five. They were really good last year. I mean, yeah, they, they had a they had a good. They didn't make the Big Ten championship game. Iowa uh, mm-hmm. in or. Um, Dang, who made the Big Ten championship last year? Whoever did. It wasn't Illinois. <laughs> Doesn't matter. It sure as hell was in Iowa no. thanks to Nebraska. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Um, but Illinois uh, did not either. They had to, uh, you know, they had to kind of win out. But they started off really strong. And I think people thought they'd be strong again this year. Turns out it's not quite the case. Um, yeah. But, uh, you know, they're still a formidable opponent. they got a great defensive line. And that's why I'm so shocked that Nebraska is an underdog in this yeah. one. A four-and-a-half-point favorite. Uh, Illinois is a four and a half point favorite over Nebraska when Nebraska's losses to teams of similar ilk are close, mm-hmm. right? Like uh, Minnesota, another team that seems to be struggling this year. Uh, Nebraska almost beat them the following week against uh, Colorado. Definitely ended up not being close, but was close for for a long time. long time of of that game. So to see that Illinois is coming in as the favorite feels weird to me. Doesn't feel like something's adding up. Feels to me like they under like Vegas is starting to understand a little bit too. Like really? okay, this is how Nebraska, this is how they work. Like they go on the road against a team that's to their caliber, maybe not quite. Maybe Nebraska is above Illinois' caliber. I, I think we'll find out obviously on on Friday. Uh, but you know, Vegas knows they're in these games a lot. They're always close, and it mm-hmm. always tips the opposite way of Nebraska. Maybe yeah. maybe that's part of it. They know it's going to be a close game. They know Nebraska is going to come up short in the end. Is it going to wow. be by field goal? Three points going to be by touchdown. Yeah. Seven points. So they go four and a half. You know. Wow. Maybe that's it. Maybe that's not. It could be totally wrong. But no, that's I, I, that's a fair assessment. You, it seems right. Four and a half seems right given what we've seen from Nebraska lately. Uh, the bad game last week against Michigan, where uh, you know Rule really challenged his team in practice this week, and we heard you know, one of the first things he said was he you know he's calling out uh, without you know he says he didn't call out, but he really is it, mm-hmm. not in a bad way, but calling out players saying. We need you guys ready to go. We need you ready to play. And he thought they came out flat on Saturday. And so they had a physical, hard practice on Sunday to try to, which you don't see very often, especially no. after a game in the Big Ten. But he went at went at it pretty hard with, with them on Sunday. And then, uh, you know, they they continued through the week. Sounds like they got pretty healthy. But 
Uh, I guess that's the good news. But still, you, you put on that kind of performance with a, a flat team uh, on, on Saturday. I, I think it's uh, maybe cause for concern, I guess, in Vegas's eyes sure. on, on the line. Sure. Speaking of some of the injuries, uh, Cam Lenhart is back yeah. healthy at practice. Is there anyone else? Like, uh, wasn't Reimer? Luke Giffen? Reimer was still questionable. Yeah. Uh, they haven't disclosed uh, his injury. A, a lot of it, they have said, was non-football related, but uh, mm. he was in the hospital for it. So, um, But I guess they, they are... Honestly, sounds like a bad case yeah, of COVID or something maybe, like that. Maybe. You know? they, they are expecting... He, he did say they are expecting him back soon, but they said well, he is good. questionable coming up here for uh, Friday night. So, but first, let's talk about what does Cam Lenhart bring to the pass rushing defense? Uh, he is number one. He requires a double team sometimes. Mm-hmm. When, when you're a f- true freshman, requiring a double team in the big, big 10, time, baby, that's that's a big deal. Now he was being double teamed against Northern Illinois, Louisiana Tech. I'm sure you know Illinois offensive linemen more formidable, probably Possibly. more up to the test against teams like that. Maybe not, but he's. He because he requires a double team, it gives you more advantages when you're trying to get to the quarterback, when you're trying to stop the run. Um, but more importantly, like especially with the pass protection for the offense, you know Cam Linhart coming off the edge, if you got to have two offensive linemen or an O lineman and a tight end on him, that's going to free up you know Chief Borders coming off the edge, MJ Sherman, uh, Blaze Gunnerson, Ty Robinson. You know they're going to have a little easier time. So having him back, I think, is pretty big. Even though there's been other Prince Uma. Is Prince of Makamura? Yeah, no, no not Prince just... <laughs> Makamura. Close, but Prince Will Uma Mielin is uh, yes. one of the newer newer players on this team. He's done a great job kind of filling in in his spot. So uh, they're getting more healthy on the defensive line, which is good. And it was uh, not good last week, obviously, with yeah. Michigan. But, um, you know, I think maybe health had a little bit of a factor to it. Who knows? Michigan was very good. They're that much better, but yes. uh, it's good to see that they're getting healthy again. There, it is so. good to see that they're getting healthy, and this that just means even more so. Nebraska has something to prove here, week in yep. and week out. I mean, especially coming after a loss like like they took, are they going to lay down? Are they going to say, "Hey, this is it"? Are we going to have, or are they going to actually put something together? And, and the thing that really bothered me. Uh, after our show the on Monday was how you had so much hope for Nebraska purely because the teams that Nebraska is facing are that bad. And and that as much as that like tried to bring me into this like sense of optimism of like, oh, Nebraska can hang with anybody mm-hmm. that, that they're playing with. If they lose to these teams, it's so much worse yeah. than like losing last year. Losing last year after losing Scott Frost and, and you know, having no expectations. Now having no expectations there there is an expectation of like if you're a bad team, Nebraska should play you close and probably should win. But are we going to see that? I don't know. And and it hurts to think yeah. that Nebraska I mean many people think Nebraska should lose this game mm-hmm. and that sucks. Yep. Yep. But how do you you got to you got to turn it around. You just got to win games like this and maybe it's yeah. just <laughs> I this sounds so stupidly cliché but you just got to see a win, right? Like sure. you just got to see it. Yeah. I, I, it's again. It, I f- it feels dumb saying that because you know it does feel like if they did win that Minnesota game, like if they win that first game of the year, which they very well should have, if they didn't turn over the ball and they're one and zero, do you think 
Do you think what happened with the Colorado game kind of transpires, especially those turnovers? I, I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? But what I'm saying is now just just get a solid win in the Big Ten against a team like Illinois, mm-hmm. and then uh, you know, and then you go into a bye week. Then you got Northwestern. You know, Northwestern's mm-hmm. had a ton of problems this yeah. year. And then following that, you got a tough one against Purdue at the end of the year, which we found out uh, obviously last week they they smacked around uh, Illinois, the team this week, forty four nineteen. So that's the last game of the month. But I just when you uh, when you're two and th- two and four, right? Yeah, two Nebraska, and four. When you're here um, at this point, two and three. Sorry, two and three. Yes. Uh, when you're t- Keep giving them one more loss. We gave we gave Illinois and Nebraska <laughs> the, one more loss than they should. The should've. fans are losing even more. That's where the extra loss is yeah. coming from. <laughs> when you're two and three, and you know you're you're not really in it for a conference title or really even to get into the conference championship, you just want to keep trying to chip away at wins and try to pick up five or six on the season. And I think that's going to be Nebraska's goal. It, it starts for them this week with Illinois. It absolutely does. Before we move on. Uh, the question that no one is really asking, but I haven't, I guess I, I haven't paid close enough attention. Who's the quarterback this week? It's probably going to be Heinrich. Yeah. Uh, I haven't heard any smoke on Jeff Sims yet, even though he has been practicing a lot more and, mm-hmm. uh, but still haven't heard much on him. Really the starter, so I think they're still going to roll with Heinrich. Really feels like Jeff Sims' time at Nebraska has. Finished. Maybe so. Maybe has, so. Has, he, he, Injury away, though. You know, sure. Heiner gets hurt. Yep. You have no option. You got You got to go with Jeff. And the way that guy runs, I mean, an injury could happen at any point yep. because he he is not shy of contact. That is for sure. So exciting to see what he can do uh, moving forward. All right. Do we want to pick the game now, or do we want to save let's that for it. the very let's, end? Let's pick the game now because. It's just a tricky one, isn't it? Yeah, again, you know, Illinois, they've they've had games this year where they've scored in the 20s and 30s. Mm-hmm. They they haven't uh they've they 23 2 weeks ago, 19 points they scored last week against a team like Penn State. They put up 13 points, uh but you know, they were able to and just get, they weren't they're not able to get much above thirty this year. Thirty is their most in, in week one. So. And their defense not exactly not what they were last year. Last right. year this was a stout defense coached by Brett Bielema, a legend. I love Brett Bielema as a coach. I wish in twenty fourteen after we fired Bo Pelini, I wish somehow he was at Arkansas. I think at that point, wish we could have got Bielema from Arkansas. That would have been awesome. But yeah. he's at Illinois now, and and uh, again they they've been I think a little bit more down than what people thought. They were going to be at the start of the year. They thought they would be a contender for the West, and now they're right near the bottom with Nebraska. Makes it hard to because we have an office pool every single yeah. week, and Donna and Ellen they win the money because yeah. they bet against Nebraska, and we're the losers that every keep picking week. Nebraska because we we want to be, we want to have our pride, which I guess doesn't mean much. And, yeah, <laughs> and and right now it's hard for me to. It's hard for me to go against Nebraska, not because I have so much pride in this team, but just mm-hmm. because like everything makes sense for Nebraska to win this mm-hmm. game. So I think I'm going to go with Nebraska, and I think it's going to be a decent win. I think it's going to be 28-17. to 17. I think it's going to be an 11-point victory. 28-17 is going to be the final score. And I'm, and I'm nervous that... 
Alvano is going to try and kick a field goal yeah. at some point and try and trick shot it in. Yep. <laughs> he'll, um, he'll miss the trick shot this week. Probably, probably. Yeah, I'm wondering <laughs> if they end up going to Bleak Road at some point. You know, I don't know. When man. you're missing field goals as often as that freshman kicker has, I wonder when you pull the trigger to your senior place kicker and yeah. Timmy Bleak Road. Who? Yeah, but we'll see. We'll see about that. I'm I'm with you. Um, I do think. I do think Nebraska wins this game. For some reason, I just like it when you're when you lose a game like you did last Saturday to Michigan. You go out and you practice physical the next day. That doesn't sure. happen, and and I just I don't know. That gives me a good vibe on the week. Yeah, it's hard to explain. I had twenty to sixteen, Nebraska is what I had. Twenty to 16. twenty to sixteen because I think it's going to be close, and I, I don't think Illinois has much of an offense really to worry about. They they probably have a good running game. Um, you know, their quarterback isn't isn't special or anything. So, you know, I think Nebraska is going to be able to stop them. I think with them getting some pieces back on defense, that's good. So 20 to 16, we're going to see three field goals in the game, which is a little bit concerning now that I, <laughs> now that I just said that. So, Oh, that's too bad. That's too bad. You know, that's going to be tough. Nebraska's probably going to kick five and make yeah. three. Yeah. So. <laughs> yep. All right, so that's Nebraska football, Nebraska volleyball. Not much to talk about this week. They are going on the road to Michigan State and Michigan, which are a combined 13 and 15. Mm-hmm. Now, that's not being fair to Michigan State, who is 11 and 4. <laughs> Michigan's not good. Michigan is freaking terrible dude it's set to be just nebraska volleyball getting to rest their stars and and getting getting some depth in there which i mean this is already a young team how much more depth do you need but they're gonna just show in show up uh just avoid the upset is is the name of the game this weekend what the one to look look out for is michigan state on excuse me michigan state on friday night they're 11 and 4 again so that's the one where you go you get past that that game and then you know that very next day you got uh, the 2 and 11 wolverines harper murray's homecoming there in ann arbor so uh yeah look looking forward to that and uh you 13 and 0 husker volleyball let's be 15 and 0 absolutely by monday yeah baby uh this week on Max Country, no high school football. Instead, we have Concordia Volleyball. Uh, Is it right that it is Concordia taking on last year's national champions? Jamestown Jimmies. The Jamestown Jimmies? That's it. That's their name? The Jimmies. This is stupid. N-I-A-A, (laughs) N-A-I-A. Yeah, whatever the, it is. The Naya. The, the Naya, whatever it is. Listen, they've got stupid names. They do. There's a lot of them. There's a lot. Uh, the a lot of them. A lot of them are just pointless, like, you know, so many, uh, I hate to say this, so many bulldogs. So there many, are a lot so of many tigers. Yeah. So many, uh, you know. Yeah, the, the, yeah. Oh, yeah. The the number of wildcats. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> just there's so many. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> uh, but the Jimmy, at least Jamestown is the name of the town in North Dakota. Yeah. You know, the Jimmies. The Jimmies. It, it's not. It, there could be worse. There could be worse. You're absolutely they right. They could be the Jamestown Tigers. And then we'd just be like, that's <laughs> that's stupid. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, no, Jamestown, very good. And, and uh, this is the last year that they're in 
Yes, they're moving up. Yep, they uh, reported. I think there has been. They have applied to join a new conference, move up a level from the NAIA to the NCAA Division Three. I think, uh, and then into the Northern Sun Conference, which includes a lot of North Dakota and Minnesota teams. So they applied for that about a month and a half ago. And then the last I heard from some official with the GPAC itself said that it's just a formality uh, that they're gonna. You know, I think they just have to. The, the conference has to come do a visit to that university, and then they're out. So Jamestown out. Get rid of them. Waldorf University in north central Iowa is in. Waldorf so, Wallies. Here they yeah, come. Yeah. The, Wal- <laughs> the Waldorf Doofenshmirtz. I don't know, <laughs> no, I don't know what Waldorf is. Waldorf yeah. are the Badgers. Gotta be the Badgers. I don't hey, know why. Yeah. <laughs> Waldorf. What Warriors. 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 Even yeah. worse. Yep. The W's, the double oh, W's. Should have seen that one coming. <laughs> the Waldorf Warriors coming back, but uh, that means on both cool radio stations we will have York versus Seward, yes. a York broadcast and a Seward broadcast. You Parker Siza will be on the York broadcast. Are you going to be kind of yucking it up as a as a York guy, or are you going to call it down the middle? We'll we always lean toward York a little bit, and then we have uh, Mike and Jerry, uh, Mike Meyer and Jerry Meyer. They are not brothers; they're not related, <laughs> but both their last names are Meyer, uh-huh. and uh, they do a really good job with Seward Blue Jay broadcast. So they're going to keep kind of a Seward angle. Uh, but it's always, uh, I, I, yeah, it's interesting because I don't like like homers, like sure. total homer broadcasts. I think are, are really bad. But you know, you have to know who you're talking to and know your audience. So we try to keep it to York, and then also uh, be fair to the other side. So that, that's kind of what you're going to get on Cool 103.5. And then uh, yeah, Seward, if you're a Blue Jay fan, tune in 1370 and 95.9. There we go. Now the time you've all been waiting for our quartet of picks and i gotta tell you i decided uh i'm only looking at the morning of saturday saturday morning i've got the morning juice okay (laughs) that's what i've got do you want to start you want me to uh i can i can go first it's up to you i just do want to say first though i'm six and two on the season after a two and two week last week after a four and a week uh, the first week we did this, so uh, yeah, six and two, you one and seven. So let's get a couple more uh, here on the schedule. Let's, let's yeah, get for it. you, you got to close that gap a little bit. Absolutely, so. I can't close the gap entirely this week, but mm. I can uh, make an attempt. I can, I can really go for it. So, so give me, give us the right. the picks that are actually going to win. Let's start with the and this line literally changed as I uh, as Ooh. I'm looking at it because it was four and a half when I saw it. Now it's three and a half. Uh, to LSU. I have LSU and Missouri Saturday morning. Uh, I've got Missouri's money line Ooh, on that one. Oh, so let's do, a money line! Let's do a money line on Missouri. I think let's uh, go, baby. Team Eli Drinkwitz, uh, their head coach. Let's go with them. Yeah. Uh, so I've got one more money line, by the way. Or two more money lines. Here's a cover, though. Holy cow! Money lines yeah. galore it's, for you. It's money line city today. I just had a good feeling about some of these. So, Let's go. Uh, I'm going to take Maryland to cover against Ohio State. They're mm. 19 and a half point underdogs. It's a really good offense, coached by Mike Loxley and Ohio State coming off a of bye week. And you know, you know, they hadn't played since that big Notre Dame game when Coach Ryan Day called out Lou Holtz and all that stuff. So that's right. maybe that's a little distraction for the Buckeyes. So I'm going to take Maryland to cover. And then I'm going to stick in the Big Ten, go with Purdue, the Boilermakers, taking on Iowa. Bump, bump, boiler up. 
uh, boiler up, baby, <laughs> is right because you beat they beat Iowa or they beat Illinois pretty good uh, last week, forty four nineteen. Iowa, no Cade McNamara anymore. Cade McNamara was the transfer quarterback from Michigan that tried to be Iowa's savior on offense this season. He had a knee injury, unfortunately, and is out for the season. Mm. So Iowa, I think, is dead, and uh, Illinois or rather Purdue uh, plus three underdogs. So, but I'm going to pick them money line uh, to win that game on the road, and then this game. I'm actually looking forward to the most of the entire weekend, Saturday night, Fresno State at Wyoming on Fox. Fox going to Laramie, Wyoming. Laramie plus five and a half point underdogs. Give me Wyoming's money line to beat the Bulldogs. Let's go. So, yep, there we go. some hot picks, brother. This Literally, Wyoming and Fresno State could be the over-unders only 44. Take the over in that game, too. 44 is the over-under. Uh, that that game literally could be like forty five to thirty eight or something like that. Absolutely. So, yeah. Do you know? Uh, do you have it? What it would be uh, as a parlay for for uh, those? I'd have or? to click around here uh, on it. But you, totally you do yours, then we'll we'll go over that. Sure at the end, so. thing. I have picked no money lines this week. I am off the money. See, lines. You were the money line guy the first couple Absolutely. weeks, and now you're off that. Now onto the spreads. That's right. And I uh, have gone to the spreads. And once again, this is the morning Saturday morning juice. Yeah. And, the, and the reason why I decided to go with all morning games is because if you take if you decide to take my advice and you lose all of them, you still have a number of games to make your money back. So yeah. let's start off. <laughs> Boston College at Army. Listen, I love me the soldiers. Support the troops. Army is covering the two and a half point spread. Then Maryland at Ohio State, right? You you picked I Maryland. Went Maryland. You went Maryland. Yep. Going the other way. Oh. A well-rested Ohio State Buckeyes team. Ryan Day ready to kill an old man. And he says, you know what? Maryland will have to do. The oldest state in the nation. Is it? No, I think Delaware is. <laughs> I think so. One of the oldest states in the nation. Yeah. They're going down to Ohio State. Then, Oklahoma versus Texas. A big, big game. Everyone loves this rivalry. Oklahoma versus Texas, right? I am picking Oklahoma at plus six and a half. Mm. So they uh, they get nearly a touchdown to cover, and I think they will keep it close because rivalry games tend to be close. Doesn't matter how good Texas is, Oklahoma brings their best when they go up against Texas. And finally, Rutgers, Wisconsin. I like this Rutgers team. They play close games. Greg Schiano. Yeah, yeah, buddy. Rutgers, plus 12 and a half. They're covering the spread, baby. Almost, almost made this a money line pick mm. just to boost the numbers. Mm-hmm. Ended up not going that way because I have not been doing well when I choose the money line. So instead, I decided to go with the spread. Rutgers, plus 12 and a half. Take those points and you can take it to the bank at plus. Eleven sixty-eight. So if you bet ten dollars, you win a hundred and sixteen dollars. If you parlay all of those into one bet, 
Very per- good. Well, Personally, mine, I think I, I think I got a chance this week. You got a good one. So, uh, yeah. What was your total odds again? Uh, plus eleven sixty eight. Eleven sixty eight. Mine's plus thirty twenty four. Three thousand twenty four. Again with the uh, Wyoming money line over Fresno State, the Missouri money line over LSU, the Purdue money line over Iowa, and the Maryland point spread. We're we're going opposite in that game. That's gonna be fun. Yeah. I'm, I'm interested in that now. Uh, so I'm taking Maryland to cover. You're going Ohio State to cover. So. That's Right there, you go. They're a well-rested team. Yeah, I mean, what uh, what else do you want? And Ryan Day, I mean, he's ready to run through anybody. Yeah, geriatric, that's and that's true. Uh, Maryland, you I just, just didn't want Ryan Day calling out our podcast, did you? You didn't want him going. Listen, <laughs> those cats, man. I want to. I want to hear those cats. We're, what do they got to say? We're way too young to for him to be calling us out. Yeah, we could probably kick Ryan Day's ass. I know Lou Holtz can't do I know, that. I know. <laughs> Gotta be over 80. That's right. All right, that's going to do it for Siza and the Stash this week. Two cats talking about sports. We'll be back on Monday. Review our picks and review the Husker game as well. Thank you so much for joining us. Find me, Austin the Stash, on Instagram at Radio Guy Austin. He is Parker Siza. Find me on Twitter and Instagram at Parker Siza. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next week. Peace.